Hey you, thank you for joining me for episode number 83 of Better Regulate Than Never. This entire podcast is about regulating your emotions and most of the time we are thinking about how can I be happy? Everything we do is because we think it will make us happy. Of course we want to feel good. That makes sense. The pursuit of happiness is defined as a fundamental right mentioned in the Declaration of Independence to freely pursue joy and live life in a way that makes you happy, as long as you don't do anything illegal or violate the rights of others. Happiness has been pursued since the beginning of time, but I want to caution you to think that this is the only way you should feel. Our culture focuses on the positive and what is going well. Just look at your social media feed. It is mostly people having their best life. And when you take a picture for social media, you are choosing your best look or showing everyone how much fun you're having. If something isn't going well, we think we are off track or off the main road. But what if all of it is the main road? I hope I have done a good job of teaching you that all emotions are normal, valid, and worthy. The world is 50-50. And when you have an unpleasant feeling, I don't want you to think that there is something wrong with you or that you should get rid of that feeling right away. Many of us have been taught to keep our feelings to ourselves. When I was little, and I cried about something, my parents would say, stop crying, or I will give you something to cry about. I think that this was more in jest than the real need for them to give me something to cry about. But I think they wanted me to be quiet or to let me know that what I was crying about shouldn't be cried about. I know as a parent, things that my kids got upset about were not always important things. But as an adult, we need to realize that all emotions are valid. And even if we wouldn't get upset about something, doesn't mean our kids won't or the students that I work with. It is really important for us to be okay with any emotions that we have. When we hear from our parents that we should stop crying or get over it, we might hear that our negative feelings are bad or that we shouldn't feel them. As you are growing up, and if you are thinking of raising a family someday, I want you to really think about teaching and allowing your own children to experience all of their emotions. Last year, we had a therapy dog at school. The students and staff were crazy about her. Her name was Pistachio, but we called her Stash for short. At the beginning of this school year, she got very sick and she maybe only made it to one day of school at the beginning of the year. It turned out she had cancer and she died shortly after that. It was so sad to tell the students and staff about what had happened. I even worried about some of our students because some students have so much tragedy in their lives and maybe Stash was the only thing that was going well and now that was gone too. It was important for us to realize that we need to normalize this situation. We want young people to know that bad things happen sometimes, and we are going to feel sad and angry about those bad things, and then we are going to process them. 
Maybe not that day or that week, but we are going to work through and feel those feelings and move forward. The owner of Stash and his family were so sad too, but they worked through that over some months. And three weeks ago, a new therapy dog joined us and her name is Sugar. It is important for us to teach the students that it's okay to love again. And that when we love our pets and people, we don't know how long we get to love them. We just do. I want my students and my own children to know that it is good to love, even when we don't know the outcome or for how long, and it is good to let ourselves heal and love again. It is the way of the world. It is important for us to let our friends feel their emotions too. For instance, if a friend is crying, listen to why they are upset. Sit with it and don't try to make it better right away. I know that Many of us just want to make it better by telling our friends, don't worry, it will be okay. Don't be sad. Things happen for a reason. Don't cry. They are not worth it. When we dismiss negative emotions or respond to distress with false reassurances, this is called toxic positivity. When I first heard this term, I thought it was the pessimists of the world telling us Pollyannas to get over ourselves and feel miserable like they do. But now I do understand that there is a measure of positiveness that can actually be harmful when we are trying to stop someone from feeling the wide array of feelings. When someone is upset or feels unpleasant emotions, they need to feel them, express them for a bit. After they are more regulated, You can talk about how they might look at it differently or choose different thoughts, but don't let them skip over the part of feeling it and expressing it. Don't stop yourself from feeling emotions. Tabitha Kirkland, a psychologist and associate teaching professor at the University of Washington's Department of Psychology, says, Toxic positivity is a way of responding to your own or someone else's suffering that comes across as a lack of empathy. It dismisses emotions instead of affirming them and could come from a place of discomfort. I know there are some times and places that we need to hold it in, but don't do that for too long. If I feel very emotional, I deal with that. I deal with whatever is immediately in front of me, and then I excuse myself to a room or even the bathroom if I need to cry or get myself together. And that is okay, and it lets me feel the emotion and sit with it for a minute and helps me to decide what to do next. But I shouldn't always dismiss my emotions in in the moment because I don't want other people to see me have an emotion. We as a society are always pursuing happiness, and it is actually the cause of a lot of suffering. Because we think we should be happy all the time, If something is boring or uncomfortable or scary, we resist it, avoid it, or numb it. That is done by buffering, and I have talked about that a lot before, and I know that is why we have so many people that are overweight. People are buffering with food because they have unpleasant emotions, and they don't like how they feel, so they eat. Or, what about the opioid crisis? They have unpleasant feelings and they are using drugs or some alcohol to numb that feeling. Some people are overspending. Some people are binging Netflix or playing video games all day, but it is all because we want to feel better and we don't know how. 
we use outside things to try to make us feel better. If happiness is what we are all supposed to feel all the time, we wouldn't have to pursue it. If we were happy all the time, we wouldn't even know what happiness was. In order to know if something is pleasant, we have to know what unpleasant is. Now we are back to the 50-50. We need the light to know the difference from the dark. We need suffering to know what happiness is. Don't deny your full human experience of emotions by trying to numb and resist and avoid half of them. I want you to be careful, though, because some people do indulge in unpleasant emotions all the time in a victim role. Well, I couldn't possibly have a good life because all these bad things have happened in my life. I can't come to school because I have had all these bad experiences there. I can't love anyone again because someone abused me. Yes, we need to feel all of our emotions, but we also need to process them and let them leave our bodies too. The feelings that stick around are there because we haven't let them process yet, or we haven't given them enough time to process. Make sure that when you are processing them, you are not actually resisting or numbing them. Remember, last week when we talked about mindfulness, that practice is perfect to allow yourself to process emotions. Simply take a quiet moment to notice how you're feeling and what's going on in your body and in your mind. Don't focus on any single thought or sensation. Instead, just notice everything. If you notice any negativity, don't judge yourself for it. Just make a note of it and move on. It's important to notice our negative feelings and acknowledge the information that they are giving us without losing ourselves in them. Take time to notice what thoughts are connected to those feelings. You can journal about that later and try to find other thoughts that can help you process and move on. I am a Pollyanna in my life, and most of you have probably not heard that phrase before. It means an excessively cheerful or optimistic person. It comes from a 1913 novel titled Pollyanna about an orphan who has an unfailingly optimistic attitude. I am sure that there are people that would see this as an insult, but I love being a Pollyanna. Even though I know that life is 50-50, I really do probably experience 70-30. I know that we create our experience in life and I create mine amazingly. I show up for life every day. We all have limited time, so we shouldn't waste it thinking about how terrible everything is. If you feel that you are indulging in too much unpleasant feelings, you might need a life coach to help you see things differently. If you want to process all of your emotions and you want to do it with someone who will hold space for you to feel and release them, I would be honored to be that person. Just go to betterregulatethenevereralloneword.com. On my contact page, you can see a message, you can send me a message or sign up for a consult. Talk to you soon.